NFL playoffs have arrived, and we have you covered each day on Outkick's Hot Mic with Hutton Withrow. Some of the best football guests break down the biggest matchups from Armando Salguero and Donovan McNabb to Ryan Leaf and Bobby Carpenter, plus the top headlines and reaction to each playoff weekend. So, Chad, which quarterback ascends to that next level? The Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Tua is on this list. Got to be Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, it's I think, his time right I now. think so. Yeah, it's, it's his time to shine. He's done it in the regular season. He's won MVP. He's going to win it again. It is time for him to win in the playoffs. Playoffs are also a time to shine for Patrick Mahomes. Can he and the Chiefs offense figure it out in order to repeat this playoff season? There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis, so pull up the bar with us each weekday wherever you listen to your podcast. NFL and more covering your favorite teams. Outkicks Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. Going on, good people having a beautiful time. Serendipity Podcast Season 2, Episode 29. Want to talk to them about what we're going to discuss today, Oak? Yes, sir. We're going to talk about having courage, being kind, and the power of pain. Yes, Lord. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Serendipity with Inky Johnson across all podcast platforms, including YouTube. Be sure to follow, like, share, comment, subscribe. We greatly appreciate you guys' support. Hope you enjoy the show. Peace. What's going on, good people? Welcome to Serendipity Podcast, Season 2, Episode 29. I'm Ink. I'm Oak. What's happening, boss? I can't call it, man. I can't call <laughs> it. Feeling good, feeling great. Like, I feel good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. energy level good, man. I'm good. How you feeling? Man, shh. I'm here with a well, boss, and I got a pocket full of penicillin. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean? I'm picking you it know, up. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm all right right now. Yeah. Like you said something about that energy. Um, today, this, you know, while we're in this actual moment, being what I, where our feet are, mm-hmm. I'm great. Yes, like, sir. For real. I'm great, great. Yes, um, before we go forward, I just want to um, shout out. We're in, we're in, in uh, transition and graduation season. Mm-hmm. So to all of the Young people out there who are graduating college in the next couple of weeks, um, you know, I know Tuskegee and, and Spelman and Clark Atlanta and Howard and all of the HBCUs um, about to embark upon graduation season. Uh, we just want to send from Inky and I, from Serendipity with Inky Johnson, uh, our congratulations. No doubt. Um, because you guys have sacrificed. You guys have paid the price to get uh, a, a diploma, to get a degree that and earn an education that no one can ever take from you. Uh, if there's nothing else that we we really espouse to on this platform, it is an education, especially for people who look like us. You know, we're not dismissing anyone else, trust and believe that, but we're really celebrating those people who, those young people who are graduating for, from college. And some of you guys are, either first or second generation college graduates. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, Inky and I was having a conversation this week about being coming from, you know, being the first generation of college graduates. So I don't want this time to pass without us acknowledging and celebrating your accomplishment that you're about to embark upon by walking across that stage and shaking someone's hands and getting a diploma. Big time. And, and secondly, to all of those young people, those 17 to 18 year olds, who are graduating high school, mm. uh, we're proud of you. More importantly, we're proud of your parents. Yes. You know, graduating from high school is probably more of an uh, accomplishment for parents yeah. 
just as much as it is for those students. Okay. Because when you were 12 and 13, they're thinking about what high school you're going to. Absolutely. And then all of the sacrifices of having to get off work early mm. to take you to here and to come get you from football practice, man. I remember them days, right? Mm. So graduating high school is, is, is a great accomplishment, young people. But to your parents out there, if you got someone who's graduating from high school, yeah. Listen, listen. More props to you. And then Respect. um And tell us about the shirt, man. man tell this, us about the shirt. This man. is uh my high school, Central Tarleton, the Hawks. Um, and I wanted to give a shout out. I haven't talked a lot about them. I talked a lot about Clark Atlanta. Uh talked a lot about the places where I've worked. But this is the cornerstone. This is um where I started. Like this is who made me who I am. Mm. Um, we are we are very proud of where we're from. We're probably uh, a very I'm not probably, but we are a very small you know place in Georgia, Talbot County. But the the people there, shout out to Teddy and to Jamie and to Toya and and Nard and all the rest of the folks who are down there now, putting their feet on the ground and doing the work for the young people. But most importantly. To y'all young folks who are graduating, congratulations. And then I got two more that I want to shout out, man. Mm -hmm. uh, Kentavious, little fella, Williams, fella. Uh, over at Langston Hughes. Congratulations, you're about to embark upon graduation and go down to Edward Waters and do your thing, man. And um, last but not least, Reginald Jabari Huff Jr., RJ, my guy. Um, yeah. RJ um, is graduating and so I just wanted to give y'all a shout out man for real in the sense of I've seen you guys go through middle school go through uh, high school and now this is a season and time that you enjoy life you know you remember I remember I remember it's big time when uh, y'all took the car going to the prom <laughs> didn't want to come back to the next morning and stuff <laughs> Your senior year, you know, all of that. It's only right. Man. It's only right. <laughs> you know, you know, yes, you're right. It's only right. That senior year and 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 whatnot. Enjoy that time. You memories creating. Mm -hmm. You creating them. And um there's nothing like it. But again, I just wanted to make sure that we shout out those college graduates, those high school graduates, Lil Fella, RJ, congratulations, man. Big ups, big ups, man. Y'all enjoy that. But um I wanna start us off folk with a quote card from the Sugar Boo and Company it says, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow know what you truly want to become. Have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow know what you truly want to become. And when you, when you first read, when you first read it, the thing that comes to me. Yes, sir. Is courage. Yes, sir. Right. It seems simple. Mm -hmm. It really does. It seems simple to like when you say some tell someone follow your heart. Yeah. Right. Yet there are so many opposing forces, whether it's it's external, whether it's like if if my heart is to start a business. Yes, sir. Right. That's in my heart. But I look at my bank account and I feel like I can't afford to. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Like I, uh, if your heart is in your heart to go to college, but no one has ever been before. And I don't know how I'm going to afford college. Yes, sir. If your heart is to not go to college and everyone before me has gone to college, like 
the courage to go against the grain, but it's in my heart to go against the grain. Mm. So we have to practice courage. We have to create the habits of courage. Practice courage. And, and, and courage is like doing what's right, even though everyone else around you is doing wrong. Mm. Yes, sir. That, it, that takes courage. Absolutely. Going against the grain. Everyone else, simple as, as, as this right here. Everyone else is is doing math in pencil, but you want to do it in pen. Yeah. And you know you're going to get in trouble for it. Yeah. But you're going to get the right answer. Yeah. That's courage. Yeah. That's just, it's, it's real simple and minute, but that's what, that's what, that's the seed of courage. Mm. Following your heart. If someone is able to follow their heart. Yeah. There is, the universe then begins to bend towards your will. Mm. The universe begins to bend towards your desires. If you have the courage to do so. Yes, sir. Most dreams go unfulfilled because we're scared. Say that again. To him. Most dreams go unfulfilled because we're scared. Yes, sir. And let's be let's be real clear. I'm not talking to you, nor talking to anybody on the other side of this camera. This is me and God talking and you just eavesdropping on it. Because there are dreams that I have that I'm having right now in, in the present day that I'm having to fight. And 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 conjure up the courage to go for it. Mm. Yeah. Me, that's what I'm saying. No that's doubt. that's what I'm having Absolutely. to do right now at 46 years old. So I'm not trying to sit here and get on a soapbox and preach to nobody. I'm talking really to myself, trying to pump myself up to go after my own dreams. And if 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 these words happen to cascade off to you and and it inspires you, so be it. Run with it. Absolutely. But courage, having the courage to follow your dreams, having the courage to follow your heart. I think that's that's I think Steve Jobs said this, right? Steve Jobs. And what what which one of the companies he got of the iPhone or the all of that, right? Yeah. And he had to go against the grain. Yeah. Yeah. He had to go against the grain. Not saying that you're gonna be you know, it's gonna result into multi, multi billionaire type life. Right. Right. But what it is going to uh, manifest in is your peace Mm. because you followed your heart. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. Have the courage to follow your heart. You know, man, like when when I hear the word courage, it takes me back to the space and place and the words that say, do you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be? Right. Like courage. Do you remember who you were before the world told you? who you should be. And so anytime you got to be courageous, let's look at it from the standpoint of dreams, goals, and aspirations. You got your dream, your goal, and your aspiration, and then you got reality, Mm -hmm. right? And oftentimes reality doesn't reflect the goal, the dream, and the aspiration. And so when you think courage, like being courageous and following your heart because it somehow knows what you want to do anyway, like it's almost like instinct, Right. It's almost like when you feel something that you should do. And for some strange reason, like your mind or your spirit tells you, no, I don't want to do it because it takes you outside of your comfort zone and it puts you in a space and place that may be unknown or puts you in a space and place of uncharted territory. But, you know, you should do it. You could feel it. Right. And then you go against it. And all it does is make the route a lot longer. That's all it does, right? It's yes, like sir. when you think about yes, God's sir. plan for your life. God's plan for your life is going to manifest. You mm-hmm. can delay it, 
right, by being stubborn, but the plan is going to manifest. That's why I said Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. The plan going to happen. Yes. We can yeah. delay it, yep. right, when yep. we don't want to be courageous, when we don't want to encounter that level of faith that we know we need along our journey for our goals, dreams, and aspirations. You can delay it, but courage, that's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. That's pressing forward in the face of opposition, adversity, uncertainty, different ball game. But the question remains, do you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be? That's the essence of courage to me. Because when you think about true courage, I look at it as a person being who they authentically were made to be in every avenue and every aspect of their life. When they walk out of the door in the morning, they are who they're supposed to be. It takes courage to be that. Right. It takes courage not to walk into a room and not try to be a chameleon and blend in and be somebody else. It takes courage. Right. I was talking to a dude the other day and he said, man, my son heard me get on a conference call. And when I hung up, my son said, Dad, why you talk different? (laughs) (laughs) Courage. Right. His son looked at him and said, Dad, why you talk different? And he's like, well, I got to explain code switching to my son. Cool. It's a space and place for that. It takes courage to pick up that phone and sound the same. Mm-hmm. Conducting your business, mm-hmm. but you sound the same, right? It takes courage that the people that know you professionally and in your private life, they say, no, nah, that's the same cat. That takes courage, right? As simplistic as it may sound, everybody can't do that. Everybody don't reflect that, right? Man, listen, when you what you just said hit a, hit a chord in my head. I, there's a teacher at, at the school that I work at. I'm going to call her name. Um, I told, told her I was going to call her name. Vivian Stepp. Miss mm-hmm. uh, Stepp is an eighth grade science teacher. She's been at the school maybe like four or five years, right? She grew up on Bankhead. Mm-hmm. Went to school on Bankhead. Not Donnelly Hollow. No, Bankhead. 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 Gotcha. As meek and mild and gentle of a woman you ever want to meet. Yes, sir. And as kind of a woman that you ever want to meet. Mm-hmm. As a teacher, she's kind. Like, I'm for real, like kind. Yeah. Her spirit is kind. No doubt. And she is probably one of the most courageous people that I ever met in my life. Mm. Because you already know. You step into a classroom and you're timid. Yeah. And you don't have that aura of... And that command, the way middle school students will try to just (laughs) try you. It's on, on, right? And she has been the same person Mm. through it all. And her kindness is wearing off on the young people, and I see it. Wow. I see it. Because it's not that she's scared. Mm. It's that she's convicted about being kind. Mm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That you convicted about being nonviolent. That's beautiful. You yeah. convicted about being peaceful. Mm. Your convictions is your courage. Yes, sir. And she is an example of what kindness is or, or what courage, courage is. Absolutely. Through her kindness. Yeah. See, we think, oh man, I'm gonna go just 
wail off on a cat. I'm gonna go exactly. slap a cat. Yeah, Greg, yeah. you got courage. Yeah. Nah, you got reaction. Yeah. That's reaction. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. And we all there. We all That's have true. our reactions, right? But courage is being able to be convicted to who you are, mm. even in the midst of any situation and circumstance. Mm. Yes, sir. She got young cats. Cause you know they growing and and being being whoever they are and they're developing whatever right and she's seeing that every day day in and day out yeah and I know there are days when she kind of questions mm-hmm. am I supposed to be doing this do they like me are they learning you know as sure. any teacher would but she still remains kind that is the epitome of courage bro man because at the end of the day when you step away from your conviction, mm-hmm. you begin to allow what we call dis-ease mm-hmm. into your being. Yes, sir. And some people call it a disease. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but you really, it is you being dis-ease. Mm-hmm. So to keep the ease and keep the peace, then that's why you have to be courageous. Yeah, that's good. For your own peace. For your own peace. For your own peace of mind, your own peace of spirit, your own peace of heart. You must stay courageous. In being convicted in who you are. Yes, so That made me so, think of something. I'm just saying, so to miss step, shout out. That, for real. It made, made me think of something, too. Um, courage looks different on every man and woman. Yes, yes. Right? Like, courage looks different on every man and woman. Like he said, some people, courage is being kind. Some people, courage is extending grace. Some people, courage is saying, nah, not right now. Right? Mm-hmm, I'm going to let you mm-hmm. have that. You know what I'm saying? Like, courage looks different on every man and woman, right? Like, the Emmett Till story, we talked about it, right? When the uncle, he stood up in court. They said, who did this to him? And he stood up and he pointed at the men that did what they did to Emmett. That was a level of courage for him in that day and time that many didn't possess or reflect. Courage looks different on every man and woman, and so think about that the next time you may look at a person and they don't respond in the manner of what you might respond to a situation, that's your response, right? But their level of courage may look different. Every man and woman, courage looks different mm-hmm. on everybody. Yep. And so I got I got something that I wanna I wanna talk about, Oak, that me and you discussed earlier in the week. Um, just because you can do it doesn't mean that you should, you should do, do it. it. Yeah. Right? And it's almost like a trap. Right. Mm -hmm. For people that one of the worst things that can happen is for somebody to do something the wrong way and get the right result. Man. Right. From a character standpoint, one of the one of the worst things that can happen for a person is for a person to do something the wrong way and get the right result. Right. I say it all the time. Talented, skillful individuals. The challenge is your talent and your skill can take you to a space and place that your character can't sustain you. Right. Just because you can do it doesn't mean that you should do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Talk to me. Oh, let's go down and break this thing down. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. Yeah. Um, Help me out. Help me out. And so when we when we talked about right, even let's take it sports, business, Mm -hmm. life. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for a young cat, I'll never forget. I was in high school. Right. And I had dropped probably thirty five points. Right. <laughs> and cats come over to me after the game. Ain't great job, man. You did your thing. Right. And I'm getting ready to walk out of the gym. My dad come over. Ink, put your bag down. I'm like, man, not tonight, man. 
Not tonight, bro. I just got busy. Not tonight. Hey, man, when you was coming down the court on the other side, on the left side, why you put the ball in the mm-hmm. right hand and go to lay up the ball in the right? Why you didn't keep that's the ball? That's what we were talking left? about. That's what and we were I'm talking like, about. And I'm like, yeah, it ain't that's what that we were deep. talking about. I made the layup. It ain't that deep. Yeah, but you're going to meet a team sooner than later. All they're going to do is just line up on your right side and make you go left. And if you haven't developed your left hand, just because you can do it, ink doesn't mean that you should do it, right? And oftentimes we feel like we don't have to value something if our talent and our skill allows us to get a certain result that we shouldn't really be getting. But because the talent and the skill set may be so high, it's allowing it to a certain standpoint. And then sooner or later, you're going to encounter something and it's going to dismantle you, bro. It's going to crush you. And 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 the other part of that is you come down on the left side and you keep the ball in your left hand, mm-hmm. right? And you go and shoot the shot. Yes, sir. With your left hand, game-winning shot, mm-hmm. and you miss. Mm. You walk out with a level of peace different. Yeah. Then if you put it in your right hand, mm-hmm. go down and you miss. And Pops has said, put the ball in your left hand. Because you're always going to be wondering, dang, I still didn't do it the right way. I still didn't revert back to my training. Yep. I still missed the boat. Mm-hmm. So this whole notion of peace, you won't have it because you didn't do it the quote-unquote right way. Absolutely. It's not about the result of whether you made the shot or not. Right. It's about how do you revert back to your training? Absolutely. Kenny Smith, I, I was looking I, 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 on purpose. I didn't watch the whole notion. You know, they got the 75 stories for the 75, um, uh, for the, seven, you know, 75th anniversary of the NBA, right? Yeah. So, Kenny Smith, they were talking about the one that I don't talk about. Hmm. And, and basically, he said, he is the most fundamentally sound basketball player there ever was. Wow. That's one thing that people miss. Yeah. So it doesn't matter about the results. Mm-hmm. It's can you revert back to your training? Yeah. Can you revert back to your foundation? Mm-hmm. Are you able to take in the teaching? Yeah. That is what, at the end of the day, you're going to hold on to. Because it's going to come a time when your ability, your ability mm-hmm. to think, your ability to do a job, your ability to market, your ability, whatever it is that you do in life, yeah. And you can do it great. You can do it well. Yet, if your heart is not in the right place, not necessarily the right place, if your heart is not in line, mm. right, with your head and yeah. what you know to be right, because I'm, you know, not tr- trying to use right and wrong. If your heart is not in line with what you know to be right, 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 then, and yet you still get a result that you desire, mm-hmm. that is not going to ultimately be fulfilling. Mm. And I think that's what you're saying. Absolutely. Like, Walk in what you know to be right that in your heart. Yeah. And to be able to do that comes us, brings us, circle us back around to courage. Right. <laughs> do you have the courage to lose? Mm. Do you have the courage to miss out? Mm. Do you have the courage not to get what you think you're supposed to get? Mm. Because your heart and your spirit yes, sir. are aligned. Yes, sir. So do you have the courage to walk in your spirit? Do you have the courage to walk in your gift? And I'm saying that to myself. There have been times when I didn't have the courage to walk in my gift because I knew if I walked this way, I was going to get a desired result. Mm. But it was not going to be sustaining. Yeah. That's why you get one hit wonders. Yeah. In uh, music. 
Yeah. That's why you get one hit wonders who win a championship one time and then they fall off. Mm-hmm. That's why you get cats who are super good yeah. for a long period of time. Yes, sir. And then when adversity hit or when their when father time catches up with them, they fall off the face of the earth. Yep. Russell Westbrook, Allen Iverson. Okay, mm-hmm. but anyway, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Because your foundation yeah. was 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 not was the sky blue didn't pour the concrete for you. <laughs> the concrete was not poured right. The foundation was not right. Yeah, man. You see what I'm saying? Well, that's yeah, what we mean right. about the foundation. If the foundation is is right, absolutely, then regardless of whatever you build on it, it's gonna be sound. It's gonna be solid. Yeah. Right? That's what we mean by it. just because you can do it, don't mean you should do it. Yes, yeah, it's, so. it's you know, it's like having the character to value the details and the simple parts of the journey and the things that people don't think are important mm-hmm. right like i'll never forget man i was at a engagement and i had my notepad and i always take my notepad to places and i was taking notes as people were speaking and also we went to the back i started writing down things and a cat came by and he was like hey man what you writing down what you working on i was like i'm working on my transitions and my words my filler words right he's like why are you doing that you already on the main stages like are you working on that you one of the keynotes i was like because this is something that i feel i need to get better at right he was like filler words what's that i was like the words that replace um uh i mean Mm -hmm. i said so when you're presenting you got clean transitions in your presentation just because i can do uh don't mean i should do don't mean i should do just because i can do i mean don't mean I should do it. Just because I am on the main stage being a keynote doesn't mean that I don't have to take notes and work on my presentation, right? Valuing what you do enough and having the character to work on what you do enough in terms of what I say all the time when I be on the road and I speak, I call you and say, oh, man, some of these cats ain't working. Yep. yep. Like some of these cats not working. They don't value what they do. They not work. It ain't no knock against them, Right. But you can look at somebody that's elite in what they do, right? And, and you can look at somebody that got a level of talent at what they do, and you're going to know the difference, right? Not so much about how they look. Both cats can pass the look test. Mm-hmm. Both cats can look elite. You can have on the nicest suit in the world, nicest threads in the world. You can look the part. You can look like Tarzan. But when it's time to put in that work, if you haven't been working, the world going to know you, Jane. You can look like Tarzan all day, but when the sacrifice, the dedication, the commitment, the adversity, the challenge, when the slide goes out, right? When the screen goes out and they say, now, can you still present, right? When the power goes out in the building and I'm standing in the back and I say, hey, crack that door, crack that window. They're like, you still going to speak? No doubt. Yeah. I value this. I'm born for this, right? You think the power going to go out and that's going to shut me down? No, doc, I done worked on every element of what I do. I prepared for this a long time ago. When there was light in the building, I prepared for the lights to be out. It's like what Batman told Bane, right? When they turned off, the, they turned the lights on. What Batman? What Bane told Batman? Batman, you adopted the dark. I was born in it. You adopted. You cutting off the lights. You adopted the dark, Batman. I was born in it, baby. Right? You adopted adversity. I was born in it, baby. You playing my game. I'm built for it. Right? 
because I value every element of what I do. I value it. Right. Just because you can do it don't mean that you should do it. You're mm-hmm. going to end up becoming a victim of your own talent. Right. Is when you see a cat that's so talented, so skillful, they don't value it and they become a victim of their own talent just because you can do it. Don't Hear mean me. you should do it. Don't mean that you should do it. And what we're speaking of is just because you can do something at a high level and get away with it at a certain amount of time and for a certain amount of time, sooner or later, I promise you, life going to send you that bill, Doc, and you're going to have to pay it. Exactly. <laughs> life going to send you that bill, and you're going to have to pay it. So it, it that transitioned us back to last week mm-hmm. in terms of, that's one of like that's that's one of the to me deadly sins. Yeah. When you have the talent and people are patting you on the back and not making you paint every corner of the picture. Right. The again, one the the cat I don't talk about. Mm. One of the things I remember him saying is that when you're painting a picture, you have to paint every corner, every detail. Mm-hmm. Although to the novice eye, when you look at the picture, it's beautiful. Yeah. No one may ever may not ever be able to pick it up. Mm. But to someone who is trying to master something. Yes, sir. Then you miss the corner, that right corner. Yeah. Then now you've missed the mark. Mm. You yeah. missed the mark because you got to paint every corner of the picture. Mm. Like you can close your eyes and you know how you see cats on the street, right? They look at you like, oh, just stand for a minute. And boom, 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 three and a half minutes, boom, here's yeah, a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And that's cool, that's cute, and it's beautiful, and it's a talent. They're going to tax you too, okay? Exactly. They're going to tax you too, hey. They're going to tax you, what? And if you were to look at it, they missed the corners. Mm. They missed mm. the corners. And then we you're gonna be get taxed for it and we pay for it. It's yeah. shiny. Yeah. Shiny, you said it. We love it. Shiny. So we end up teaching the very thing that we're trying to now mm. dismantle. Mm. We're trying to dis we're trying to dismantle this notion of don't just rely on your talent. Picking that up. Don't just rely that, okay, teacher taught it today. I learned it. I got it. I don't need to study. Mm. Boom. I was a victim of it. Yeah. I could. Yeah, I went through absolutely. went through high school. Yeah. I don't. I think I probably studied thirty two minutes mm. from ninth grade to twelfth grade. Yeah. And graduated number three in my class. Sheesh. Right. I then I got to college. I went to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> and I studied thirty four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I and then no, that. no pressure. Yeah. Uh, got to you know freshman year. Cool. Calculus. All right. It took me a minute. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Cal 2. Okay. I got it. Cal 3. Man, I'm finna go back to Woodland. Yeah. <laughs> like I had this clock around. <laughs> I'm going back to Woodland. Oh, he's back to Woodland. But what if it wasn't talk? from, if it wasn't for what, what was instilled in me in terms of not quitting, in terms of the work ethic, in terms of the principle, in terms of the foundation. Yes, no, I'm going to get this. Yes, sir. I'm going to get this Cal 3. So, I'm going to get this linear algebra. I'm mm. I'm going to get it. It's yeah. not going to get me. Mm. Yeah. Right? So me being made to get up in the morning at 4.30 and go cut firewood. Mm. Not for the winter that's coming, for three winters that's coming. Because the other two winters, we've already cut the wood, uh, split the wood with yeah. the axe, 
put stack the wood, mm. right? It's already good. It's, it's drying out. So we getting up at four thirty in the morning, cutting cutting wood for three years from now. Wow. That was what it was instilled. That's mm. all why what all I mean by when I say the, the the greatest gift you can give your child is a hard time. No doubt. Right. It wasn't really a quote unquote hard time. Right. It's really just instilling the value, pouring the foundation, pouring the concrete, so that when you get to a place where your talent is not enough, mm. you still have enough to be successful. Ooh, drop that on them again. Y'all better pick up what are you putting down right there. Man, when you get to a point where your talent is not enough, you still have enough to be successful. Yes. Yeah, doc. That that's that's essentially the 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 threshold that we're talking about. Whenever the talent is not enough, mm-hmm. then boom, we fall to the wayside. Mm. Unless you built for it, unless you have it, yeah, unless it's been instilled in you, unless it's been practiced. This is not some. We're not talking about some. Some people are born with. Some people are not. Yeah. We're just talking about what is instilled in you. Yeah. This is this is not nature. We're talking about nurture. Nurture. Yeah. That's good. Picking that up. So, yeah. It um. It takes me to the space and place, Oak. Um, like I heard something, man. I was watching a doc, and it was saying how, I think it was Archie Manning talking about yeah, the Dr. Payton. Yeah. And he was, taking, he was taking it away from the vehicle of sports, right? Even though they play sports, mm-hmm. he was taking it away from the vehicle of sports. And he said when they encountered situations, circumstances, and moments— he said, I wasn't necessarily just talking to him about, all right, here's the moment, here's the situation, here's the circumstance. He said, we always approached it from the perspective and the standpoint of, okay, who do you need to be in this moment? What type of person do you need to be in this moment? What type of person do you need to be in order to get through this moment? What type of person do you need to be in order to properly assess and see this moment with the proper perspective and see with the proper lens, right? And so I found that interesting, man, because for most of us, we look at a situation and a circumstance and say, all right, this is how we navigate it and this is how we get through it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's not always looked at with the perspective of, all right, who do you need to be in this moment, right? And one of the first times I heard something similar to that or counter that was when you said, all right, that person was the elder in that moment. And when mm-hmm. you said that person was the elder in that moment, the person that you were referring to wasn't the elder in terms of age in that moment. Yes. They were the elder in terms of experience or break it down for. No, I'm, I'll just give you, I'll just give you an example. Yeah. Right. If we're talking about public speaking, yeah. you're the elder in the moment. Mm. Gotcha. Right. If we talking about going in the classroom and teaching, mm-hmm. I'm the elder in the moment. No doubt. Right. And being able to shift and understand and having the humility to 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 walk in either of those spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yet the, the common denominator is having the humility. The humility. So that's what that's Archie it. was teaching. That's it. Teaching the character, mm-hmm. teaching the principle such that regardless of the moment, your foundation is always solid. Yeah. And the foundation is your principle. The, principle. the foundation is your character. Are we saying what your principle should be? No. Nope. But we're saying have them. Yeah. Whatever sure. they are. Sure. And plant your feet right there. Sure. Because when, when Sky Blue pulled that concrete and you put your feet in there and it dry, mm-hmm. you ain't moving. No, sir. You You're not moving. In there. Right there. You are right there where your feet are. 
Mm-hmm. And that becomes the, the the foundation of who you are. That's all what Archer taught Peyton, taught Eli. Even if you look at their, you know, on Monday night when they, mm-hmm. you know, do, do the deal. do that deal, yes, yep. they automatically fall into you. You know, Eli is the younger brother. Yeah. You know, Art, uh, yeah. Peyton hey. is the older brother. You know, they they understand that dynamic. Absolutely. That is, if if Eli ever thought that he was the older brother to Peyton, he wouldn't want to uh, Super Bowls. Mm. And we can talk about the, the skills and Eli ain't right. this and Eli. No, no, no. We talking about something that you can't see, touch, feel, or Google. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Archie yeah. talked. If you good. if you trying to be uh, a father, you know, you look at different folks. Archie. Salute. Yeah, for sure. Double salute. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting, man, because I wanna I wanna touch on that and I wanna take it to a different space. Like you mentioned humility. You mentioned character, right? And when we encounter certain things in life, moments, situations, you got to be humble enough to understand, first and foremost, like you said, who's the elder in the moment, right? Who can I refer to? Who can I ask the question? Who can I say, all right, man, what's your perspective on this, right? Mm -hmm. You got experience. You got background in it. How did you do this, right? And it led us to a space and place to where I was like, oh, man, you know, like my little sister, right, India. She getting ready to move back to Nashville. Been doing a thing, man. We had a little um, celebration party for her at the house. She graduated college, doing a thing. Yes, sir. Got to branch yes, back sir. up to Nashville on her own, start living a life. You know, mom's over there, my wife, Allison, kids. We celebrating, we kicking it, right? And I sat back and I'm like, man, like, my mom, she didn't go to college. She had dreams and aspirations, too. But she had me a little young, and she did what she had to do. She held it down, right? I said, she didn't go to college, but both her kids did mm-hmm. and graduated, right? Now, it's inconsequential in terms of school, college, whatever the case may be, right? That's not my point. That's not where I'm going with it, right? Whether college is for you or not for you, cool, right? I'm just speaking of my specific situation. She didn't go to college. She had two children that did go to college and graduated, and we were talking and you said um, our elders, our parents didn't send us to school to learn what they didn't know. Our elders and our parents sent us to school to articulate what they do know. Now, Anchor, you you don't. I told you, I told you when we were on the phone. Yes, sir. That we weren't supposed to say this in public. Yes, sir. but anyway, gotta take it. <laughs> But that that is that is that especially for people uh, of African descent, mm-hmm. right? And especially for people of African descent from the South who are first and second generation college mm-hmm. graduates, yeah, right. We come from a people who were very intelligent, absolutely, very smart. We get maybe the narrative of being country and being southern and being rule and rural. And um, not necessarily as worldly. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is the stigma. You know, I know I definitely carry or have carried. um, But at the end of the day, those people who like my mom, we this summer, I didn't know it to this summer. My mom said after seventh grade, she didn't take math Mm. and graduated high school. And she got two sons who probably could run circles around anyone when it comes to mathematics. Yeah. Ironic, 
whatever. And not saying that to brag. I'm no saying doubt. that to say you never know how the spirits work. You never know divine intervention. You never know how the universe works. Yet they made sacrifices for young people to go to school. Not so much of an end product of go to school, get a good job. Right. Go to school and get an education. Can't nobody ever take it away from you. Yeah. And 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 rightfully so. That that is always the same. Yet in the in the in the spirit of spirits, in the deepest crevices of one's heart, of our ancestors' heart, of our eldest' heart, go to school so that you can explain what I know, mm. but I can't articulate it. Mm. Yes, sir. Because it's almost like it's like I got an itch. I feel yeah. it. I'm itching, yeah. but I can't scratch it. Mm. And we all know when you get that 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 itch scratched, yeah. how good it feels. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> right? That is what they're searching for. You're scratching the itch mm. of the elders. Yes. Your education, your experiences, and you bringing it back and being able to explain, yes. be able to articulate yes. that which they have always been trying to say. Yes. Yes. Right? That's good, man. Like I said, there's no greater cat. Man, my granddad, I'm going to tell you this story real quick, and we can go on away from here. My great uncle went mm -hmm. to California. This back in the 60s. Yeah. Right? In California, you know, they're growing that cannabis. Yeah. He brought some back. Yeah. And told my granddad, man, you get, yeah, they don't grow, they don't, they don't grow in Georgia. You can't grow that in Georgia. Yeah. Man, my granddaddy ended up growing so much weed. <laughs> Down in the backwoods on Power Road, yeah. that the the police came down yeah. and told my uncle, "Hey man, tell tell Bun Junior to yeah. cut some of that weed down. It was growing over the house, oh, and, <laughs> and then he was giving it away in uh, paper Junior bag, and, and brown paper back there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He giving it away in brown paper bag, yeah. not the little paper bag. Do yeah. you know a, a nickel yeah, or dime? Yeah, yeah. The corner store paper bags. Yeah. No Kroger paper Kroger. bag. <laughs> Folk coming getting. A hundred dollar worth of weed for two, three dollars. Oh man, that's how much weed he's growing back there. Yeah. All because he wanted to just grow something, mm. right? Wow. Being he was in he was in tune with the earth, in tune with nature enough that I'm going to grow this right here that you said you can't grow it in Georgia. Mm. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, right now. He didn't go to nobody college. He ain't been in no, no horror culture and none of that. Yeah. So then you send your kids and you send your grandkids to be able to articulate your story, mm. to be able to articulate your existence. Yes, sir. Right? Absolutely. They live their existence, mm. but they sent us to school to articulate their existence. Mm. That's good. That's why graduating college is such a phenomenal, some phenomenal feat. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. That thing brought it full circle, man. Yes, sir. And um, we're gonna land a plane with this with this word. Oh, oh y'all come with the word, man. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> the word, the word, the word. Pain. Pleasure. Mm. When you can find the pleasure in it, yeah. you're gonna grow from it. Yes, Lord. 
when you wallow in it, yes, Lord, it's going to be the thing that keeps you from realizing who you're supposed to be and realizing your dream. Mm. Pain. Pain. Muhammad Ali said, I'm going to do push-ups and I don't start counting until I, I feel, feel the, the pain. pain. Yes, Lord. Dennis Robinson said, I'm going to work out until I feel the pain. Yes, sir. It is an indicator. Mm. To let you know yeah. that you're growing. Absolutely. That you're pushing forward. That yeah. you're pushing through. Yeah. Pain is a prerequisite yes. to growth. Yes. Growing yes. pains. Growing pains. Right? Yes. So pain is one of the most divine words mm -hmm. and most divine concepts that we have. Yeah. And when we That's try true. to yield or shield our young ones from pain, mm -hmm. we're doing them one of the greatest disservices ever. Absolutely. Feel the pain. Feel it. Feel it. Embrace it. Yes. Begin to enjoy it. No doubt. Yet, don't use it as a crutch. Mm -hmm. Don't use it as something that will dehabilitate you. Mm. Use it something that will uh em that you embrace and that will propel you. Yes. Yes. Pain should propel. Pain should not dehabilitate. Mm. Pain is not an excuse. Pain is a reason to be great. Yes. 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 Man, I'm gone somewhere. Y'all yes. be good, man. They say it. Pain is weakness leaving the body, baby. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your ear. We appreciate your support.